DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. I congratulate you, Hall of Famers. So honored to be in the presence Thank of you. radio royalty. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. This is a big deal. Big deal. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. We love y'all, man. Thank you for being the people's champs. Probably the greatest. I'll drill y'all. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela E. Next level, baby. Let's go. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Next day. Bucks and seven. Told y'all that already. Now, can we talk about this incredible game last night? They had the game that they should have had. That's the game that... Kevin Durant played the entire game. Yeah, but we, I said that yesterday, though. I said 49 Kevin, points. Yeah. 17 rebounds. Amazing. 10, 10 assists. assists. Absolutely. Jeff Green stepped up with 27 points. I think Blake Griffin had 17. Mm-hmm. Breaking but, records. But Bucks in seven. The first player in NBA history. To do what? To get 49 points. At least four, to get at least 45 points. But yes, now he's... No, no, no. Huh? First player in history. <laughs> and, but during... The, during during, the, During playoffs, the playoff game. To get mm-hmm. 49, 17, and 10. Mm-hmm. That's what, that was, he was the first one to do that. Oh, okay. I was like, I've seen players go 45 <laughs> points in the playoffs before. 49, <laughs> 17, and 10. Yeah, That's 49 amazing. Pounds, 49 pounds, uh, pounds. 49 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists. Yes, KD showed up last night. As, was, as he should have. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the Nets got this. This, this is the Nets. Bucks in seven. Were, I, listen, I, I, I got so discouraged during the beginning of the game. I was like, I don't know if I they could came back third quarter. watch this whole game. Bucks yeah. in seven. Kevin Durant looked great last night. James Harden, he played a, a lot of minutes, didn't score too much. but He didn't score at all. They talk, they're talking about sitting him for game six. He was a factor. He did score. He scored five points, points. Like five points. And, you know, let's also show some love to Oh, Ky- yeah, one field goal. That's what it was. To Kyrie Irving because he just had a baby, too. He did? Yeah. Oh. And his girlfriend had a baby, Marlene oh, Wilkerson. Congratulations. Okay, congrats so congratulations to Kyrie. To Kyrie. Yes. Bucks and seven. Now, yeah, how would you take this, right? You get in the elevator and all you hear is, pull your pants up. You never know who's in this elevator with you. Would you go to Human Resources? That would be really creepy. It was very creepy. That no, was not creepy. That's another grown man telling a... First of all, it's a 42-year-old grown man telling a 43-year-old grown man, pull your goddamn pants up because you never know who's in this elevator. Yeah, but it, it wasn't like that. It was. What like, are you talking it about? Like, it was like this. Put, stop the music. Pull your pants no, up. No, that's how you heard it. You never know who's in the Listen, elevator with you. I'm only responsible for <laughs> what I say, not how you uh, not how you receive it. Okay? Didn't y'all ride into work together today? Excuse me? Y'all came in together, I thought. What are you talking about? Y'all rode into work together today. You think we a carpooling ass couple of niggas? No, <laughs> I, we did not carpool. Okay. What are you talking about? Sky. The hell is wrong with you? I, All right. right. I was just telling another grown man to pull his pants up because you're too old to be sagging your damn pants. Okay. I think you. And when I said that, you never know who's in this elevator. You never know. You could be in there with you know another businessman. You could be in there with some <laughs> some some older women. It was five some kids in the that you influence. It was just you. Me and you were the only two in the elevator. And how you sag track pants? You guys. If you sagging track pants, then you're really going out of your way to bust a sack. Yo, Grow up. It's too early Grow the this. hell up, Envy. Really well, stop early. looking at my ass. That's the problem. It has nothing to do with your ass. Yes, it does. That's it has everything to do with my ass. You're too grown to be sagging. You don't, think, go- you don't think a 43-year-old grown man is too old to be sagging his pants? You don't think a 43-year-old guys, grown man is too old to be I really looking don't, at my ass? I really don't, don't want to be in the middle of looking at my ass. Y'all can what just- color underwear I had on? White. See? Because you're looking at my ass. No, because you sagging your pants. Yo, how you sag track pants? Seriously, ladies and gentlemen. 
You tracking? You sagging track pants? I could do what track I want to do. I could do what I want to do. That means do. you're trying. That means you're intentionally. I, trying, I just got out my car and I was fixing okay, myself up. Let's get it Stop started. Stop looking at my ass. Man, where is Fleece Johnson when you need him? You're a little kinky one, man. All right. Well, Migos will be joining us this morning. Hey. I'm sure they didn't want that segue. (laughs) Culture 3 is out right now. Yes. So we're going to kick it with the Migos in a a little bit. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Right. Well, let's talk about COVID restrictions being lifted in some major places. But there's some other issues with some testing positives. And we'll tell you what got shut down. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Good morning. Now, last night, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Bucks 114 108. That's amazing. Bucks in seven. Series 3 2. Now, last night, Kevin Durant had 49, 17, and 10. Sheesh. Blake Griffin had 17 points in 29 minutes. James Harden, he played 46 minutes, but only had five points. And Green had 27 points. Salute yes. to Jeff Green. Jeff Green was a, a, a big X factor in that game. But Bucks in seven. And the Greek Freak had 34 points last night. Now tonight, the 76ers play the Hawks at 7.30. And the Clippers play the Jazz. There was no 10. West Coast game on last night? I fell asleep. I fell asleep, too. I don't know. If, I don't think there was a West Coast game on last night. Mm. All right, what else we got? Well, California is back open. They have turned the page, according to their governor, Gavin Newsom. He actually declared from an outdoor stage at Universal Studios Hollywood. He did a game show style selection of 10 residents who got $1.5 million apiece just for getting vaccinated. He said today's a day to reconnect with strangers, loved ones, family members, give people hugs. At midnight, California lifted most of their pandemic restrictions. They were among the first states in the country to order a a coronavirus lockdown back in March last year, and they're among the last to fully reopen. In New York, they've also lifted most most COVID restrictions uh, effective immediately, and that's now that 70% of adults have at least one vaccine shot. So we can get back to living. Businesses can open. The state mandates are gone. Social gathering restrictions, the capacity restrictions, the health screenings, the cleaning, and the disinfecting protocols are all gone. So what does this mean? Is the pandemic over? Hmm. Don't send us mixed messages. Don't open up everything and tell us the pandemic is still going on. And I do want to say, let's still disinfect. Yeah, they should. Still I mean, you should disinfect. always disinfect. Yeah, you should always we, disinfect. You should always that. wash your hands. I as, mean, a, as a matter of fact, this should be like a lifestyle change for people. If you weren't washing your hands all the time, if you nasty. weren't using hand sanitizer, if you weren't sanitizing office spaces before, you should definitely continue to do that. Yeah, y'all just wasn't paying attention in first grade. If you just start washing your hands because uh, of COVID, but some people don't. We don't see people walk out the bathroom. Yeah, but now hand washing. sanitizing, I, I do it <laughs> way more than I ever did in my life. Like I feel like I, I sanitize my hands at least ten times a day. Is the pandemic home. over though? Is the question I wanted. Well, to know. here's the thing. There's still some issues like Royal Caribbean, right? They were going to be doing their inaugural sealing of their cruise ship Odyssey of the Seas, at, at, but. They had to cancel that because they were supposed to come back as major cruise lines are finally starting to set sail for the first time. They had eight vaccinated uh, crew members test positive for COVID-19. So it was done during routine testing. All 1,400 crew on board Odyssey of the Seas were vaccinated on June 4th. They'll be considered fully vaccinated on June 18th. The positive cases were identified after the vaccination was given and before they were fully effective. Here's the thing, though. If you still test positive and, and the majority of people around you are vaccinated, does, that, does it matter that you're positive? I was thinking that the other day. like, Because if you have the vaccine and you do test positive and they're saying with the vaccine you, you shouldn't get sick, you shouldn't have to go yeah. to the hospital, so it should flow through you like damn near the it's, flu, right? I guess it's just matters of uh, not wanting to infect unvaccinated people. What if, the the majority of people what if the majority of people around you are vaccinated? 
I would hope it would be everyone. I feel like it has to be everyone. So everybody but on that cruise is not vaccinated? You, but what happens if you get back from the cruise, right? Mm. And then you give it to unvaccinated people. You got to quarantine, I For guess. For your kids. But, but you know, it's, it's also how do you know, right? Because if if you don't really get that sick, you can't get in the hospital. It's almost you don't know that you Man, have COVID. Well, we, they still have to get tested. So that's why they knew it. They did routine testing of the crew. Man, so that's out, how they found out. Outside is open. It's open. We out here. Yeah, it's, and even, okay. I was going to say, you know, it was dumb too. When people come up here, we make everybody get a COVID test, right? But mm-hmm. should we stop that now? No, because they making money. Yeah, they paying the people paying from COVID <laughs> tests. Right, but you know, you was in Miami last weekend. Did you take a test when you got back? You was out of town. This I took weekend. a test before I left. I took a test before I left for Miami, and I took a test when I got there. Yeah, but not when you got back. What about you? You've been you know? out this weekend. I was out this weekend. Dramos was out this weekend. Nick was out this weekend. Nobody took a test. We outside. We it's not outside. Really, yeah, it's not really required anymore. The Migos was in Miami with me this weekend too. They gonna be here today too. So. So if they got it, you got it. Well, let's see who's vaccinated Maybe. from the Migos, because they do have a they, song. They better. It. That's right. They got a song called Vaccine, so they better. one of them better be vaccinated, at least two of them. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this hey good morning good morning Charlemagne. good morning angela it's rick it's rick what up king oh what's going on hey i want to give a shout out to brooklyn next hey last night let's go and and i'm gonna need Charlemagne to hop on board with the new york teams man what i'm not from new york but I think it's good luck that he's not. And, and, and that's a that's a childhood thing. But you make too much money in New York, New Jersey, the tri-state area, to not be hopping on these mm-hmm. New York teams. Now I don't ride Come bucks on. in seven. Whoa. <laughs> that's a lie, bro. And, that, <laughs> hey, and, and, and not to mention, Milwaukee is the first. He didn't mean it literally. Milwaukee <laughs> is the first city that ever syndicated um the Breakfast Club. First city yeah, to ever take a chance on New York on is the first ex- city to ex- actually take a chance on this. So why we not? Everybody else. When everybody else rejected you in New York and Brace, man. What are you talking about? Rick, 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 it's good luck. It's good luck for us. Don't worry about it. By the way, how is it good luck for y'all? The Knicks been sucking for years. Salute to the Knicks for finally uh, being fourth in the East. I'm talking about for us as in the Nets. The Nets have been sucking for a long time. But Bucks in seven. We New Yorkers, yo. We riding out with our team. No, let him keep rooting for the Cowboys. Hold on, how you mean absolutely, Envy? What? We rock, I, I rock all my New York teams. And, and you, know you a d- rider. You got to pick I one. And, <laughs> you can't you can't be you can't be a Giants fan, a Jets fan, a Nets fan, a and a Knicks fan, a, a Yankees fan, I'm and a, a Mets fan. That's not how this works. So may I ask you a question? So why so why the other Knicks fans, the diehards, don't do that? Some of them do. I haven't seen none. Some of them do. The diehard Knicks fans. Exactly. So Rick, you can be a Yankees fan and a Mets fan. No, you're a Yankees fan. No, you're a Yankees fan. Yankees but fan, but if, if the Mets make it, you want you want the Mets to win. That's the you're a New Yorker. That's I want what it them is. to win. It's not my team. Absolutely. I don't buy a Mets ticket. And absolutely. And Charlemagne, don't get it twisted. Charlemagne was courtside at the Nets games when they used to give us tickets. When they were in Jersey. Yeah, man. Because I live in New Jersey. Nets, but did you? Does it matter? Were you courtside? You was on the. Here's the thing. I'm just. The thing, all I do, all I, I just watch basketball. If I thought the Nets was going to win the series, I would say they're going to win the series. But I think Bucks and Seven. Nah, man, that, that's not true. Rick, let's not, let's not even argue about this. I was We're rooting good. for the Knicks. 
We're good. And we see where that got you. That's what I'm saying. This is good luck. Don't worry about it, Rick. Don't worry about it. We'll come back to all next I'm week. saying. Hey, listen. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, and I love I, what I love about New York is they they're so hype beast. That's why Supreme was so big here. But when 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 the Nets lose, Supreme they got nothing to say. Nets win. It's no. like, oh my god, Bucks in seven. You riding out with them either way? You know, I ride out with my Nets. Bucks in seven. Yo, uh, can I give a shout out to yo? Can I give a shout out real quick to the Juices of Life on uh, uh, Castle Hill? I go there every morning. All right, they be hooking me up. Juices for uh, life. Get, shout get out that, to us. To get that Seamoss with maca, Charlemagne. I'm telling you, with that maca powder in there. Seamoss <laughs> with what powder? Maca, maca powder. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, brother. All right, Rick. Yeah. Bucks in seven, good. Rick. <laughs> now cut it out. Have a good one, Rick. It's good luck. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yeah. I'm gonna start telling y'all Mike the manager. I'm gonna start telling y'all Mike the manager because I called too much for y'all not to know who I am. Damn. Never heard of you, Mike. Are, but go ahead, Mike. <laughs> oh, this Mike, this, this Mike the manager. Hey, but I was calling to tell y'all, man. Charlemagne, you right, man. Books and seven, man. Books and seven. Mike. 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 I mean, if you watch basketball, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving out. Kyrie Irving out for the rest of the series. You saw yeah, last night's game. So what? That, listen, I, 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 watch basketball. I, I want y'all. To, I want y'all to rewind to me yesterday saying Kevin Durant is going to have to have a monster game, and he has it in him to have a monster game, and will the team to win at least one? But Bucks and seven. Did like you I'm saying, Bucks and six yesterday. No, I did not. I'm mean, saying Bucks and seven. First he started, he started off saying Bucks and six. Now that he's saying seven. That's not true. He did. Yes, please get the audio. I'm saying Bucks and seven since the beginning of the series. You said Bucks and six yesterday when you see her. No, 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 no. I said Bucks and seven, and I'm being nice because it could be Bucks and six being that they're hurt. But I've been saying Bucks and seven since the beginning of the series. And when they were down 2-0, I said Bucks and eight. You sound like a politician. Oh, y'all are ridiculous. This is his opinion. Wipe the crumb off your faces, <laughs> okay? <laughs> because y'all, yeah. y'all, why, y'all hey, acting why like, you, why you're acting like so people don't hear me. Belligerent, it's okay. <laughs> because y'all acting like people don't hear me. I've been saying bucks and seven uh, since the beginning where, of the series. Where, where? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know guys, what to tell guys, you. This is his opinion, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, who's this? It's Tisha from Texas. How y'all doing? Good morning, Tisha. Get it off your chest. What? I'm hot, literally. Why are you so hot? Governor Abbott has wheeled through here telling women what we can do with our vaginas or, you know, telling you you can walk around with a gun and all this stuff, but he won't fix the grid or make sure that the grid is fixed. See, in February, we were all cold because the power kept going out. Mm. Now, we've had a little bit of heat in Texas, and the power grid's going out again. We're experiencing rolling blackouts in the Texas heat mm-hmm. already. Oh, concern. Turn your heat, your air up to 78. Really? It might as well not be on if it's on 78. You're right. Damn. It is crazy. I just, I'm, I'm so mad right now. And I need to tell you, you must have really been liking those uh, advances. Because today, mid-June, is the first time you threatened to call uh, Human Resources since November. Of last year, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and all I did as a grown man is tell him pull his pants up. But I got and, and but I guess I'm hating on Envy's uh, sag for telling <laughs> another grown man to pull his pants up. He ain't hating. He just yeah. likes my ass. 
I walked up, and I, I, I think he's 43 years old. You shouldn't be sagging your pants. He's been flirting with me for 10 years on this radio station. And you're right. I think it is time to go to resources. You love it. You love it. I know I don't. Let me, let, are, you vi- are you victim blaming? Let, yes, you are. Let me ask you a question, blaming. Queen. I'm building a case let, on this gentleman. Let me ask you a question. What do you think of a 43 year old man sagging his pants? He should only do that when he's about to go to the restroom. <laughs> Maybe I was on my way to the restroom. You don't know where I was going. You don't know. She got to go. Know. Oh, she said bye. 11 years up here, this man has been flirting with me, that making not true. unwanted advances, and today it stops. And anybody who makes fun of me or laughs at me is victim blaming. For, for a, another grown man telling another grown man to pull his goddamn pants up? looking at my ass? You, your eyes should be that You low. were sagging your, your pants. You're even looking at me now. And you're, you're sagging your track pants. Don't look at me. You make me feel uncomfortable. You're 43. You're Act like it. Uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. This feels like ageism as well. It's not. It's growingism. It's all that. And I'm going to Human Resources after this. Hmm. I don't even think I want to work today. Yeah, we have rumors on the way? Yes, and Tupac's birthday is today. Hey. And find out what Jada Pinkett Smith has done to celebrate that. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So today would have been Tupac's 50th birthday. And to celebrate that, Jada Pickett-Smith actually read a poem that Tupac wrote and she posted it as well. And she said that he has written her many letters and many poems. And she said this one has never been published. It's called Lost Souls. I don't think this one has ever been published, honestly. He had a song called Lost Souls on um, the gang-related soundtrack, but I believe this was the original concept because he wrote this, I believe, when he was at Rikers. Some say nothing gold can last forever. And to believe this, I need no proof. I have witnessed all that was pure in me and be changed by the evil men can do. The innocence possessed by children once lived inside my soul, but surviving years with criminal peers has turned my warm heart to cold. I used to dream and fantasize, but now, I'm scared to sleep, petrified not to live or die, but to awaken and still be me. It is true that nothing gold can last. We will all one day see death. When the purest hearts are torn apart, lost souls are all that's left. Down on my knees, I beg of God to save me from this fate. Let me live to see what was gold in me before it's all too late. All right. Y'all should close the door, because that's yeah, I hear mad outside noise. Close the door. All right. Okay, guys. All right. All right. Well, happy birthday. What would have been uh, Tupac's birthday today? Yeah, and I, kn- I know we can say Pac lived a full life, but but you know, he accomplished a lot. But think of what he could have done if he could have lived to fifty. Okay, so the goal is to get old. Scratch this life thing out for as long as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, a big Meech is set to be released from prison three years early. So that's good news for him. A judge has granted his motion for a reduced sentence. And according to All Hip Hop, they lowered his sentence from 360 months to 324 months. He was initially scheduled to be released on November 25th, 2031, but now his release date is set for 2028. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Miami's first full open seating event got uh, postponed, got canceled because of COVID. And so it was supposed to be Saturday night. The stars were supposed to come out in full force for what they were billing Miami's first full open seating event post-COVID. It was supposed to be at the former Marlins Park, but they said the pandemic is not over. According to Fox Sports 640 radio host Andy Slater, he tweeted out that uh, Teofimo Lopez, 
has tested positive for COVID-19 and he was diagnosed earlier in the day and added that the lightweight world champ is symptomatic. So a publicist for Trilla confirmed that this it was all postponed but did not give an immediate reason why. Huh? Florida? Yeah, Florida's Now y'all open, care open. about COVID? It Miami? It Fight Club event. Miami cares about COVID. I was at the Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday for the YouTube TikTok event and it was 17,000 people there. Didn't Floyd just fight there and it was Yes, packed? the week before, Hard Rock mm. Stadium. Same Liv, building. Live is open every weekend. <laughs> oh, Migos had their album release <laughs> party at Live on party? Sunday. It's like, what are you talking about, Miami? Really? Y'all care about COVID? Well, we, how do you feel about Atlanta? What do you think they think about COVID there? Because Freak Yolo. Nick is back. The Freak Nick Festival is returning with a three-day event, and that's going to be happening in October. I, well, what, 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 what is Freak Nick nowadays? I'm just curious. Yeah, you can't do Freak <laughs> yeah, Nick. You can't do Freak Nick in 2021. No. <laughs> you just are. simply can't. Yeah, what do they like? What's Freak Nick? Then they do it again. Um, they did it a couple of years no, ago, right? They might as well take the Freak and just call it Nick. You know yeah, it I mean? returned in 2019. Like Nick at night. That's what it's going to be. Ain't that, it's it's going to be just as safe as Nick at night, by the way. Well, it returned in 2019 with Trina, the brat, Foxy Brown. This year, it's Ray J, Lil Scrappy, Phil Mop, Adina Howard, and more. So it's just a Freak Nick concert. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Okay. Freak Nick was a... I've, I have never desired to go to Freak Nick back in the day. I'll tell you one thing. If, if this was the 90s, COVID would be the least of your worries. There's a lot of other diseases out there you would catch at Freak Nick in the 90s. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. A little too wild for me. <laughs> you never went to Freak Nick Greek from, uh, what's that, Philly Greek or none of those things at all? Ye? Uh, no. In Philly, though, we did go to, what was the um, track? Pen, pen Relays. The Pen Relays. Yeah, pen that's relays. as wild as it got for me. Well, it's <laughs> different for you, though, and because you went to school in Virginia. Yeah. So you was down south. So you never went to Myrtle Beach? Black no, Bike Weekend, never. baby! Fourth of July in Virginia nope. Beach. No? The, let me tell you, the most I ever went to, like I said, was the Pen Relays no. and Howard's Homecoming. Yeah, that's why you be wilding so much now. You ain't had no life when you was a kid. No <laughs> Disney World, no, no Disney Freak World. Nick, no Myrtle Beach Black Bike Weekend. But Pen I don't. Relays? I've never been like wanted to wild. I don't like big crowds of people like huh? wilding. I don't want nobody. I don't like parades. I don't go to none of those things. I'll go to a party, but I'm not going to Freak Nick. I'm not going to what was any Freak of those. Nick? I just. Shut up, young boy. Just, Everything ain't for just you. Google, just Google it and you'll see. All right, now, Pooh Shiesty's alleged, alleged shooting victim has recanted his statement and is saying that Pooh Shiesty might not have shot him at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to documents <laughs> that was obtained <laughs> by TMZ, <laughs> oh, he's boy. on record uh, saying that he was given this powerful opioid painkiller when he first arrived at the hospital that night. He now claims <laughs> that he was so high, you know, because of that opioid that as he spoke to a detective about the matter, he doesn't remember what he said. In this new account, he is uh, suggesting the commotion in the club might have been caused by a fan. <laughs> Not a person, but like a fan that spins around. That's what it is. That fell in a parking garage nearby. He also says he doesn't recall Pooh aiming at him or even shooting at him. He said he doesn't want to press charges. He doesn't want officials in Florida to contact oh, him about God. this matter. And uh, Pooh Shiesty's lawyers are saying that's enough for prosecutors to at least reconsider the decision not to release him on bond. I hate this era that we in, man. You done lied, put a stain on that man's jacket for what? Because you on drugs? Well, it's an opioid, so maybe he said he doesn't recall anything. Sometimes people... Don't know what happened. True. At that time. But that's my point. You like you you done lie. I don't think it was purposeful. If he, what he's saying is he don't even. That's a hell of a lie. That. I know he on drugs, but Lord have mercy, that's a hell of a lie to say. Pooh he shot me. Mm-mm. That's a hell of a lie. Yeah, he said he doesn't even remember giving that original statement to cops. You know, people who take those drugs and they don't even they get out of bed, they walk mm-hmm. around, they don't remember. And that's why it's dangerous. If you have a memory loss during that. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right, we got front page news next. Yes, and let's talk about these Airbnb settlements. 
All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Last night, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Bucks 114-108. Nets lead the series 3-2. Bucks in seven. Tonight, the Sixers <laughs> play the Hawks at 7.30. The Clippers play the Utah Jazz at 10 p.m. I think the Nets got it. What else you got, Yee? Well, let's talk about an angry mob in Utah. They actually ran down a man with a car and then beat him to death after they heard he gave his pregnant girlfriend a black eye. At least six people swarmed Fred Vladimir Ortiz behind Smith's grocery store on Monday afternoon. His girlfriend is a dog breeder. The group was uh, over her house looking for a puppy when she told him that he hit her and gave her a black eye a few days earlier. And that's when the group, which included a 13-year-old, ran out of the house after him. Uh, one suspect, 19-year-old Oceana Martinez, hit Ortiz with a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, Ortiz kept running. His attackers did uh, catch him. They used a pole while he was on the ground. And they ended up beating him to death. Damn. That is a crazy situation. I mean, I like the brothers defending him, but you don't have to be beat to death. Jesus Christ. All right, now let's talk about Airbnb. They did this whole article. It's kind of an expose on Airbnb. Now, they're saying that Airbnb reportedly paid a woman $7 million in exchange for her not blaming the company for her rape. Now, the situation that happened, right, it was a very popular Airbnb location that was in Times Square. And it was so popular that a set of keys was left at the counter of a nearby bodega for Airbnb renters to pick up. That's where an Australian woman and a group of her friends got the keys from the bodega nearby. They didn't even need ID. They arrived in Manhattan to celebrate New Year's Eve back in 2015. The apartment had been advertised on Airbnb, even though a lot of short-term rentals are illegal in New York. Now, soon after the New Year rang in, the woman left her friends where they were celebrating and went back to the apartment on her own. And she didn't notice there was a man standing in the shadows as she walked into the bathroom. By the time she realized she wasn't alone... There was a kitchen knife pointed down at her. He grabbed her, shoved her onto a bed, and raped her. And mm. she was too scared to scream. When the cops came, uh, the man did return while the cops were in the apartment and peered into the doorway. That's how they caught him, emptied his backpack. They found one of her earrings, a set of keys to the apartment, and a knife. So they're talking about Airbnb, and they said Airbnb allegedly wrote a woman, that woman a check for $7 million, which is one of the biggest payouts they've ever made in exchange for her signing an agreement not to talk about the settlement or imply responsibility or liability on the part of Airbnb or the host. Now, they're talking about the way that Airbnb has handled crimes like that attack that happened in New York City. And... Um, they're saying that uh, the safety team has been critical to the company's growth. They discussed other incidents where uh, they've tried to get people to stop talking about things that have happened while they've been in Airbnbs. And imagine how dangerous that is, right? You just leave a set of keys in the bodega. Anybody could copy those keys. If well, you anybody could copy any keys. Any, yeah. If you really right. think about it, I could get an Airbnb, get a key, and go copy them. Right, so what is the safety? I've never yeah. had an Airbnb in my life. Maybe so that, there's a, a password you could put on the door or something like that. that so that's why they were liable? 
Well, yeah, because that's that's a safety concern. And they talked about one woman, especially if you own a home, right? One woman talked about returning home from a work trip to find her home ransacked. Her guests had trashed her clothes, burned her belongings, and smashed a hole through a locked closet door. They stole her passport, credit card, laptop, and hard drives, and her grandmother's jewelry. So she wrote a post about it. And that's when an Airbnb co-founder contacted her and didn't offer her support and said asked her to remove the story from her blog because it could hurt an upcoming funding round. So that resulted in a public apology, a $50,000 damage guarantee for hosts at the time, which now has been increased to $1 million, a 24-hour customer support hotline, and a new trust and safety department. So they're saying as Airbnb grows, so did the number of dangerous incidents yeah. that have happened. You got to be careful. I've never stated Airbnb, and the reason why is for protection. I, I like hotels. And the reason I like hotels, there's usually two forms of protection. One is you have to go through the lobby and people have to see you through the lobby. There's always cameras through the lobby. Then you have to get in the elevator and make it to my room. Mm. And then once you get up that elevator, then you have to have a key card to get in my room. So that's really three forms of protection because most, you know, a lot of hotels, you have to use the key card to get in the elevator. That's why I've never stayed in the Airbnb. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they and they've talked about the settlements, right? According to Bloomberg Business Week, they said in recent years, Airbnb spent an average about fifty million dollars annually on payouts to hosts and guests, including on legal settlements and legal settlements and damage to homes. Now, right. Airbnb's response is that most of their payouts are related to property damage under their host guarantee insurance program, and that even six-figure settlements are exceptionally rare. Wow. So, has anybody mm-hmm. here stayed in the Airbnb? None of y'all. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I've rented houses, but not Airbnbs. All right. Well, this is just something to keep your eye on because they're very secretive about it. And some of their former employees are now speaking, but they have signed NDA. So uh, they have to be really careful about what they say. Definitely rent homes when uh, I leave the country, go on vacation. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Yeah, but I, I, I don't Airbnb. Um, I, I mean, I guess renting a villa, even if it's not on Airbnb, is just as dangerous because anything could happen. Yeah, it's somebody's mm-hmm. house. No, nah, you no, because you're going through rental. You're going, going through, through those rentals. Yeah, those rental property places. And a lot of times, especially out the country, they're gated. They're they're protected. Mm-hmm. There's security. It's a little different than just popping up, and getting the key, and walking. Yeah, you can't just get the key. And mm-hmm. and uh, with those rentals, there's maintenance. They come clean the rooms. Mm-hmm. They come change the sheets. It's like staying in a hotel. Yeah, but you just renting the thing. Uh, yeah, I never. Mm-mm. I don't even have that app on my phone. If there is an app, all right. Well, that is front page news. Now, when we come back, the Migos will be joining us. Their hey. albums is in stores right now. Culture so three. We're gonna kick it with them when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. They've been yes, here numerous sir. times. And we said it's only right yes, to give these brothers their flowers. That's right. We have the Migos in the building. <laughs> Quavo, take yes, off, sir. offset. It's good to see y'all, Today's man. Today's a celebration. Rise, it is. Man. We, we, we celebrating y'all. Because I saw Offset. I think it was Offset last year who said that y'all don't get y'all flowers. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you feel like that's changed a little bit? I smell them right yeah, now. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't gave it back. They didn't been delivered to the dough. You smell them? You smell them? <laughs> I do smell them, absolutely. They literally yeah, bought you flowers. We did. They we had, we, 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 we got the balloons <laughs> oh, for bring y'all. Bring the flowers. Bring the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I smell them. I said, I smell now, them. Now, mind you, it says culture 
two because the third the one third deflated. One, yeah, the third one. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's <But> terrible. We, <laughs> we bought y'all some. We got y'all some flowers. Three dozen roses for the Migos. Some other flowers for y'all, too. That's three and a half grams of some good-ass weed. There you go. Yeah, it's legal. It's legal now. Don't tell me you're serving us. No, my brother Wax got a weed line. So the new album is out right now. We just want to say congratulations and let's go through it, man. I know you don't usually don't get interviews like this, but we want to show love, man. That's what sure, sure, sure. y'all yeah, been the most impactful too, rap group of the past decade. Yes, sir, man. Right? So you know we gotta celebrate that. I appreciate right. that. And appreciate y'all been working love. really hard. Thank you. Grinding. So let's talk about it. How long did it take to get Culture Three finished? What, what was the process in recording this album? Because I know one lives in LA, some live in Atlanta, some live somewhere else. And y'all been talking about this album for like three years. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it took us like two and a half years. Every like last summer we was getting ready in LA and um we we stayed in this house together and we stayed there for like six months just going in and just piecing it up. We had like I think like six or seven records from that time. It's still on the album. Um We went to Miami too. Yeah, then we went to Miami. We were just taking like, like little trips together and just did you have to reconnect in. the chemistry? Cause I mean y'all you know, y'all doing so many different things. Did you had to sit there together and say, Let's reconnect I mean, we was already recording through the pandemic since it, since it started. We already record, but you know what I mean, since that we just putting since it was time to get the uh, you know what I mean the game back. We had to uh, just pick and choose and just go in and got you know what I'm saying championship mode, grind mode. Most we definitely. recorded everything together and, too. The, and the chemistry there. Now mm -hmm. won't forget that yeah, we grew up together. Off. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? We we already know with each other thanking each other, doing we don't see each other. So it's magic when we get together. Did the money did the money ever make y'all too comfortable? Nah. <laughs> nah. Damn, nah. Not even a little mm -hmm. bit. Nah, nah. I don't feel you like got, we you, ain't never stopped working. Charlemagne was kind of like upset because he was saying we sold the sauce. So we was we was selling the sauce too much. Like coming from where we came from, mm -hmm. you gotta give me for the sauce. You gotta sell them the sauce. Cause else we selling something else. But it feel like everybody took the Migos wave and y'all hadn't really capitalized on it the way I think y'all should have. Right. You know what I mean? Right. 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 I mean, I just I think that's what we do it for to inspire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And but yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's so different when we flash back to the first time y'all was up here to where we are now. Offset was in jail. I yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Offset was in jail. Takeoff was the most we talkative. We shouted you out though. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Offset was in jail. Takeoff was the most talkative. <laughs> and Qua uh, Quavo dreads was short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got to do a side-by-side -side or something. That was a long time ago. <laughs> at at what point ago. did y'all realize that if y'all don't start, like, speaking up and demanding your credit, y'all may y'all may not get it? You know, you see you see, you see, you see the people say little, say little things, you know what I mean? But it's, I feel like it's just we was missing. We just ain't putting a product out. I ain't but feel like. They was, still they were counting out groups, though, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, they still do that they now. They was always talking about other artists. They don't never say nothing about groups or when they talk about single artists down place us as one you know what I'm saying so I feel like we you know what I'm saying we trying to staple ourselves as, as one whole artist you feel what I'm saying mm -hmm. and we do our things yeah. separately and together as a whole Migos is a, it's one man band you feel what I'm saying mm -hmm. yeah. and even if you don't get your credit I think you or ask for it you work hard you feel me and it just gonna show itself oh god how did this album evolve though from when you guys first started doing it to where we are now cause I'm sure you had to push it back the pandemic happened so what was the process from where you started off, like this is what it's gonna be, to where you got it to? Um, it was like 60% done like for yeah. like two years. Like, like these, last, these, last, these last records, like Justin Bieber, Drake. They become a um, last minute. Cardi. Best record. All them records came like 
two, three weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? So we just made sure we laid down the foundation and then all the good shit started coming in. With the time though, it was hard to chew though, cause we probably got like 700 songs recorded since we dropped. Damn. I can show it in my, my media too. Like it's like 600 songs, 500, I got one and he got one. How did y'all know Coach would be a trilogy? Did y'all plan it like that from the start? They kept counting us out every time we dropped with them the coach. They said it wasn't gonna be good as as, as coaching one. Mm -hmm. And every time we came back and proved them right. So we we wanted to do that. It put that it put that you know what I'm saying that pressure on us and and we're like we had a goal to set you know what I'm saying because we always wanted to outshine or out you know what I'm saying do the first ones or the second ones like with music you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Now with the videos, y'all filmed in Jamaica for Why Not? Yeah, and we what filmed was, that in Jamaica. I saw yeah. PopCon in there. What was that experience? That was hard. Uh, <laughs> boy PopCon Pop came. Yeah, that was, that was uh, hard. That's hard. He hard, man. He um, just pulled up? Or? Yeah, he pulled up. He pulled up. Yeah, like a hundred deep. Yeah, real trenches. Yeah, real trenches, hundred deep. I ain't playing. Yeah, they pulling up. How was Nah, Jamaica? but we were shooting the Khaled video Jamaica first. Jamaica was fun. We were shooting, yeah, we shot the her video with Khaled and then we just, Shout out that time, said we about to shoot our video. That's said Khaled was very hospitable. <laughs> yeah, my boy is nah. a player. What, what did he lay out for y'all? Respectfully, man. <laughs> he sent the jet. He, he having he having yeah. good chef. When you get to the house, so he sent the jet. Had a chef. He got the best chef in the yeah, world. Y'all ain't. Y'all got to eat over there. Y'all ain't did that yet. Different. Oh man. <laughs> That's when you got that, Food that, is crazy. Yeah, that's when you go make the record, though. You feel me? Yeah. So, so when y'all clear to make the record, all right, I'm gonna send the jab. I'm gonna get the chef. Yeah. Put y'all up. <laughs> nice one call. You gotta need I record. got a record for yeah. you. Get the record. I need you to get here. After we do, actually, where you want to shoot the record? I said I never went to Jamaica. He said we gone. Yeah. Boom. Fired up the jet. We got shot the video. Shot out video. Yeah, it was magic ever since then. Yeah, man, after, man. after the video, he said y'all. You know what I'm saying? Good. Y'all good. Y'all chill. Y'all yeah. leave. Y'all we yeah, we and Cali fit the whole bill? In Georgia, Jamaica. Cali fit the whole, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we made, I don't know what. Everything in Cali, come on, man. You know he do it big. Shout to Cali. So whose idea was it to do the Avalanche record? <laughs> yeah, I cooked that beat up right yeah, there from scratch. Yeah, Cleaver, you produced that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My boy, Cooked yeah, that beat up, me and DJ Durrell. Yeah, my boy, Durrell. We be cooking up beats. Where, where, where were you listening to? Were you at the crib and it came on one of the old stations or you was like, mom, listening to this record? It was just in my head, the Temptation song, and I was just like, I know we can rap on anything once we pull it up. And I was just like, Drill, let's let's get it. I need you to goddamn pull this up. We went we actually pulled it off of YouTube and just started working from there. Then Motown got the you know what I'm saying, they they we we with Motown and the temptation there too, so I just got the whole Five. set up and files and just broke it down and went to work. And when y'all heard it, y'all knew immediately that was it. Yeah, I heard it. Sure. Mm -hmm. It felt good. When I heard that bass line come in. Okay, first he was rapping on top for like what, like 30 seconds in the baseline hit, I was like, ooh, yeah. this, is, this is smash. Papa Rosa Rolling Stone, they got Rolling Stones in the bezel. Damn. And y'all ain't even got no hook. It feel like y'all just wanted to get on there and, and, and snap and let people know y'all, you know, y'all do this for real. Just walk on it. I saw Jay-Z commented on that song. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Shout out to Is yeah. that the ultimate cosign? That's the ultimate cosign. Yeah, it don't get no bigger than that. I'm telling you. He done made it to another planet rapping. Mm -hmm. He started out rapping. All right, when we come back, we got more with the Migos. Let's play a joint off their album. This is Avalanche. It's The Breakfast Club. That was Avalanche, the Migos. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Migos. Charlemagne? Quip, I'll be wondering, how you got so tapped in with New York artists? Whether it was Pop Smoke or Bobby Smurda, how did, how did those relationships happen? Man, shout out to New York, New York man. I'm... I'm, I'm in my second spot, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Nah, but um, it's just all love, man. Just 1,000, them boys 1,000. Pop Smoke was 1,000, just always R.P. Rest of Soul, always just ready to learn, just lock in, just soak it up. And every time he just 
he always just reacted fast like he already knew what he wanted to do. And then Bobby, they've been our dog since 2013, and we just stayed locked Sweet in ever that. since. Mm-hmm. Y'all doing an album with him? Y'all doing an album together? A project? With Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, got to finish the Smigo. Smigo. I feel like y'all met at Powerhouse back in the day. I don't think that was the first time. I think it was oh, Rochester. Before then? Okay. Rochester. It, was, it was like Rochester, New York or something like that. Y'all got family out here? Because you be in the lo- the craziest spots in, in, in New York. I be seeing you pop up and be like, how the f*** are you here? You know I'm having family. family. Yeah, you know I'm having family. family. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm family. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm family. Uh, I was like, um. <laughs> so yeah, that make us got family. Mm-hmm. We got family out here too. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Because Quavo, you, you, even with Pop Smoke, you was on him early. For sure, like y'all was for connected sure. early. Don't y'all got was, an album or something? Yeah, together? we we had we, we had when we had a whole bunch of songs we was finna put together. I don't know if we gonna do it now. I gotta holler at Stephen Victor, but that's who made it happen. I just mm-hmm. told him he was hard, and he was in L.A. I told him pull up on me. Then ever since then we was just we made shake the room and light it up. The one that's on our album we made that shit twice the same day. We went to London, made like four records, West Coast. Shit. Every time we got together, we just made something, put it out. So. And I heard you say on the new album that you wish you could have him uh, up under your wing. So even when y'all had that time together, what was the relationship like? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like mentoring Jeff, making sure he, you know what I'm saying, going through what we were, go- you know what I'm saying, going through mm-hmm. the right motions and asking about females and all type of things like that. How, how do situations like that, uh, you know, alter the way y'all move? You know what I mean? When you see the, the, the untimely things that happen to brothers like Pop Smoke. Gotta move militant, man. Move like you got, you got something to lose. I got kids to go home to. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't be believing in a tough man. Like, I'm gonna pay what I gotta pay to protect my family, everything. I'm, got, I'm having security at my house. Mm-hmm. Sitting outside my house 24 hours. You gotta protect yourself. Well, you're worth a lot. Yeah. You, you can, can lose a lot. It's crazy right now. A lot of people depend on Robberies and carjackings. You see the, the security guard got shot at Lennox Mall. Did that, that make like y'all a, move different in your own hometown? Nah, it definitely make you move different. Make you think about life. You know what I'm saying, Mo? Think about your decisions. And you be like, man, so many stuff, so much stuff happening. We got to move, you know what I'm saying? We got to move right. I'm glad to hear so. that, because Offset, you've come a long way from jumping off stage with the Falcon Punch <laughs> and getting your own hands dirty, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, you got you to gotta, you gotta clean up, understand the business side of everything, and become a man for real. And moving right, yeah, in that aspect too, Offset, we know you're good and married, but for Takeoff and, and Quavo, how do you know a woman loves you for you? Like, how do you even date now, not knowing what people's intentions are? I don't, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> What you see? <laughs> uh, so you gotta be scared to, to death. That's what I asked them. That's why I asked them on the new album. What you see? I want to know what they see. <laughs> I really know what what they see because about a hundred million. I feel like they see they say everybody else. So I'm trying to see what y'all see. So how do you know. date? Like, what do you do? You DMs? Is it people you know? Is it somebody hook me up? I ain't got no tea now. You try to get some tea. No, I'm, <laughs> you ain't got to name names, but I'm just saying, like, well, let's, let's, how does... Let's just cut right here for some tea. You ain't got no tea. You ain't got to be specific, but nah, I'm just saying, nah. like, how does it happen then? Because, like I, mean, I said, you don't know... I feel like everything happened for a reason, so I feel like if God... No, 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 no. for real, no, no, for real, though. So, I mean, I believe in God, so I feel like God got that special one for me, and I be asking him, like, is this the one? You don't know, you know what I mean? So I'll be telling him. I feel like he gonna let me know when it's the one. Good answer. That's a hell of a line, too. Amen, amen, amen. God gonna let you know. Any woman that asks you that, that's what you say. If it's God's will. That's what I'm saying. Take that, ye. Amen. God. Wait, now, what have been the benefits? Hold on, Quavo oh, didn't answer. How do you know what somebody wants from you, though? Like, you just live and you learn. You just go through the motions. Mm-hmm. See, I ain't got time to be living and learning and going through the motions. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I ain't got too many mistakes to make, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, now, what have been the benefits of being in a group the past 10 years? 
You got brothers to call and talk about all this good shit. Everything. Sh- <laughs> <It's a lot laughs> of anything. I can talk to them about anything. I ain't got to hold back now. Mm-hmm. What's the celebration like for y'all? Like when the album was done and turned in, what did you guys do? At the house, just going crazy. Just <laughs> oh, went out to eat. Yeah, we did eat too, though. Yeah. Probably go out to eat today, too. Y'all ain't tired at all. I seen y'all in Miami one night. Y'all went in LA we the next slept. night. We haven't got no sleep. Atlanta the next ain't no night. Sleep. We this morning. We probably ain't no been like three hours of sleep since this whole, these last two weeks. That's why you got the holograms everywhere. So now we got the holograms in the city. We trying to time travel. Anybody got a time traveling machine, just let us know. For real. That's what we trying to do. Now, now let's talk about this uh, Mount Rushmore of Atlanta. Because I saw y'all talking about that. Is that is that an all-time list y'all feel like y'all should be on or just all the past time, decade? Not, not, shout out to the city, but all-time, yeah, all though. Time. I, it's bigger than, you feel me? Yeah. Once you create different. something. Who should be on there with y'all? All-time, Atlanta. Us. Uh, so yeah, we got to have our head connected as one, so that's one. That's one, right? Yeah, I say Gucci, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, Tip? Mm-hmm. We're I feel about, Little John, JD, Tip. All the way around. Oh, all time in London. All, I all time, I feel like Little John, JD, Tip, and Outcast is one. I put Outcast on there. I just want to say that. Mm-hmm. Outcast is one. So, Got yeah. to put Outcast. But if you, I, I think y'all a certain era. So I feel like it would be like y'all, Gucci, Future, and somebody. They said all time. We're going all time. All time is tough, all man. For the all time. It's only folks, what is it, folks' spaces? Yeah. Folks' spaces. So with us, Outcast, come on, what else? What we got? You gotta put Little John on it. Little John gotta be on How this somewhere. How big is this mountain? <laughs> yeah, how big is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's Like the Crunk era helped raise y'all, didn't it? In a, in a lot of ways. Crunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's how we. It was the point we. That's how we had. He mm-hmm. created. All, he created a lot of lanes for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, so God. you got to put the boy Little John on now. You ain't wrong. Well, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. John. He he brought a lot of people behind him. Crunk snap. That's all John. And he's still getting money. He's at Crunk Anderson. He's right. right. Yeah. And EDM. He went EDM. Yeah. Now. So you ain't gonna put Soldier Boy on it? No, man. Soldier Boy ain't from <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> switch up this match. Don't start this. All right, well, don't move. We got more with the Migos when we come back. Let's get into Amigos mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Amigos mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Migos. Charlemagne? You know, we, we've all heard rumors uh, over the past decade of, of the Migos breaking up. Was, was there ever a moment where that was really true? Never. No, Never, man. <laughs> we got we real blood family, man. Mm-hmm. No, bro. We gotta say that. Never. Who that? said that too? That's cap. I ain't never heard. You know they say anything. You never heard that. Like just shows the show. They be online all the time. Migos leaving. Quavo going with Kanye. This and that. Oh, like man. Yeah, off, cap, man. Bad and Bougie was Offset song by itself. See what's oh, wrong man. with the generation is they always trying to divide and conquer, man. That's that's what be going on. Like need to uplift. Mm-hmm. Who's the best and who's this? I might see something on Instagram. that got two different artists. and be like, tap if this person better and like if this person. That was wrong with the generation. Why mm-hmm. they can't be uh, both on fire? You know right. what I'm saying? Or, or is this trash or is this, you know what I'm saying, garbage or whatever? Like, because everything hard. Like mm-hmm. We should be and up, we ain't you know never splitting each other. Money. Yeah. Majority of these platforms good. be, you know what I'm saying? Same, feel me the same, our same color. And they be doing some of the shadiest. What's the name? Maybe so we need to just, you know what I'm saying, do better. Mm-hmm. Out of 700 songs, how do you come together and decide which ones make it, though? Stand out. Some we just get the gang in the room. We just play them. And play the day put in front of the yeah. day ones. And some right of it be like six, some seven, six or seven already just. You don't, you don't even. 
question. You knew Avalanche was on there. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, yeah. So you knew Straightening was there. Was there. You knew Straightening was there. Yeah. So we came to get some Straightening. We had to put down on there. Mm-hmm. I can't believe y'all got to explain what that is to people. <laughs> I guess I'm like, I'm from the South. So you from the South. So you understand Straightening. Your parents used to say that to you. Yeah, get this little boy, get, like get this boy some straightening. Yeah. See, I appreciate that, Sean, man. I, I, I can't yeah, I believe people asking y'all what that means. And lost, yeah, too. Man, you got to get an understanding for you, you know what I'm saying? Get some straightening. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> can't get nothing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. Ain't no straightening. Damn. Unless you get some straightening. Y'all haven't had to do that to nobody in a while, though, right? Right, yeah. No, yeah. We got straightened with the album all the time. Yeah. Anybody that was playing with the name Migos, we got straightened with this album. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Any, respect, anybody who thought anything, any thought process. Put some respect like my boy. What nice, my boy. <laughs> yeah, right here. <laughs> put some respect on it. So you feel like people was questioning whether or not this was going to be. Nah, y'all going to put some respect on my name. Oh, God. No, you know what's great, though, is for you guys all separately, individually, have your own things going on, but that you could come together, and, and that's what's powerful, right? That you all have all these separate projects uh, that happen, and then you're able to say, okay, now it's time for the Migos to regroup like Voltron. and You got to stay with your foundation. Mm-hmm. Three-headed monster. Can't have no home without the foundation. So can we talk about the individual projects, too, that you guys have? I know my, my girl Ricky was working with you on a show, a streetwear show. Right, Ricky. Yeah, that's Ricky. my girl. HBO man, Ricky. She 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 she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Black, strong, powerful woman, and she had yeah. me. And she put she 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 fire. I love her for sure. We uh, we did a, a a a show that's gonna come on HBO Max called The Hype about um, streetwear designers and giving them a chance to shine because you know a lot of the big designers take their dripping, go and make all the money from it. They don't never get the credit, so we're giving them a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all, right, brother. Hell yeah! Wasn't that show supposed to be on Quibi? Nah, that was something else. HBO Max. Quibi was the the, the, the gaming show I had. Got you. Then, then the other show I had when I did Jay Leno's Car Garage, and stuff like that. Yeah. Y'all got a lot going on. It's another show. So how did how did going solo impact the group though? What did y'all learn when y'all went to go off to do y'all solo projects? How did that impact the group when y'all came back together? Can't nobody. They still can't f- with us. We yeah. do. We we can we can do it any way you want to come. Because all our albums were successful. Mm-hmm. And we still come back and be successful as one. So I feel like we just a different group. We need to get. They need to. We need. They need to put that. Put us in a different shelf. Cause I don't be. I don't know no other group that did that. Actually, now that we talk about it, like drop separate projects and then come back successful as a group again on you. Bomb. Wu Tang. But but ain't nothing bigger than. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Wu Tang. Yeah. Wu-Tang. Yeah. Since we did, right behind. That's good with me. Behind Wu Tang. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing bigger than the group. You know, we realize. You know what I'm saying. The bigger the group get, we. Get individually, so you know what I mean. We just worry about the group and get I, it to its highest. You know what I'm saying? Potential. I just deal with the pandemic because y'all stay on the road, stay on. We the turned the pandemic. We turned the pandemic into a pandemic. You, you know, know that's the that we on. Nah. Yeah. And you with Real. your kids? Got know your kids in school, so you got to you you got to be a teacher now. Yeah, the homeschool thing. I won't let them go to school, so that that, that that was crazy. Learning to try to keep them. They so young, like to keep them paying attention to the computer at first was hard. They want to try and do that. I might look my daughter, Lily, she be look, she be there while I'm dead, and I go to my room, come out. She watch the TV, the thing playing, and the camera off. How you know how to do that? <laughs> she's smart. She's smart. She's yeah, it's crazy. How's fatherhood changed you, Offset? You know, it make you uh see the bigger picture, see see the real light to life. You know what I mean? Like, you be living by yourself so sometimes, and young, and with no guidance. So now you got to guide them. Now I got to guide them. And they really, my kids really pay attention to me, tell me, like, anything I'm doing, 
or I'll just catch them. Like if I'm if I'm po about to post a video, my kids are staring at me, so I notice that I influence them so big. So if I be on some bull, they gonna be on it no matter who, what position I'm in. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So just being a responsible father, being there for them. I ain't had that. So a lot of times I made some I done made some big mistakes, big mistakes in life. Mm -hmm. So I try to stay on mine. Yeah, I remember when you was here by yourself and then you was talking about wanting a relationship with your pops and then you, you ran into him somewhere. Ran into him. <laughs> I ran into him. <laughs> Chill out, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I ran bro. into him. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. That I, looked like love, though. Yeah, it was love, love, yeah. love. I, stand, I helped him out, you know what I mean? Had a you relationship know. there. Haven't seen him since? Um, I seen him. I, I, he called me, I answered the phone, you know what I'm saying? But... Shout out to Pops, man. I don't want to drag Pops through the mud or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was nice meeting him. You know what I mean? Nice, nice. I did. That's something I accomplished through my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what's up. All right, we got more with Amigos. When we come back, let's get into another joint off the album. This one's featuring Drake. It's Have It Our Way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was the Migos featuring Drake. Migos are here. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, I feel like that's gonna be the next, uh, the next level for all of the Migos, the TV film world. Yeah, we, Man. yeah, we like it. We love TV. Yeah, yeah put me on TV. Put me on that screen. I was working with LL. I see you working with LL. LL, the goat, man. How I even work with, with LL? Him? First yeah. time I seen him, I just told him like, "Hey, man, put me on the NCIS show, man. What, what we doing?" <laughs> he like, "Bet." I'm going to hit you for real, though. I'm like, all right, bet. And then he hit me probably like a few weeks later. And then I had a meeting through my agency with the, with, with, with them. When I sit down, he just come in, come shake my hand. I told you, I got you. I'm going to let you handle your business. Don't. He told me, like, don't mess up, though, bro. You a brother. You got to you gotta ace this. I'm like, bet. And then I got, that's how I got the show, straight off his word. Wow. One that's time that. he told me. Closed mouth don't get fed. Wow. Promise you. That's serious. And no matter what level you at, you still can't be afraid to ask for something. Can't be. You better open your mouth. I was right. like, why you don't lean into the dancing more, man? I've been waiting for that since that. Tell him again. Tell him again. I've been waiting for that since that BET performance. I think it was the BET performance. Ain't no shame, my guy. It's about timing and when you do it. It got to be iconic moments. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It, it got to be an iconic moment. And and, mm -hmm. and we gonna set come out. We gonna set. We gonna hit the stage soon. Hey, watch that BET. The next show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, y'all at the BET Awards? Yeah, I ain't running. Next show though. Oh, y'all got a routine? Come on. Man. Hold on, the Quavo and Takeoff got moved, too? Hit new steps. Okay, okay. Hit new steps. Why can't be a routine? Yeah. New steps. New steps sound better than routine. So y'all got a whole, y'all got some choreography playing? Steps. New steps. My name. Footwork. How much has the game changed since y'all got in it 10 years ago, man? Because that's a long time. Oh, we just stayed, we just stayed just dropping music. We ain't know shit was changing until they was telling us, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we were just, like, just dropping music. And then once we found out, like, when we dropped our first Wild Rant album, it didn't do too crazy because it wasn't no mixtape. And we were thinking that, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, it's mixtape style shit to, like, when you drop it. So I, we was like, damn, hurt. it hurt us. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, when we came back, we had to just go back to our single shit. Just kept dropping singles, kept dropping singles, dropping mm -hmm. singles, and then people had to like want an album, and then that's when we came out with culture. And we realized how, you know what I'm saying, a lot of our, or some of our generation really said a lot of, not us, you know what I'm saying, they know about, you feel me, the the OG music, you feel me, or the, you know what I'm saying, the people we look up to, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, the people who was born in 2000 or whatever, it'd be still shocking to me that they don't know 
you know the mean? appreciation for hip hop, for music mm -hmm. in general. A lot of people got stuff to say and don't know nothing about it. But even the way people looked at you changed. At one time, they was like, they mumble rapping. Now it's like. What it was, it was a flow though. I figured it out. Y'all yeah. don't understand. They it didn't the understand flow. the flow. Because if they were saying we mumble rap, we can pick pick any bar or verse you think we mumble rap, then we can tell you what we said. <laughs> well, you know, but it was the cadence. I think it was the cadence and the speed. We was coming. I can see that. We changed the whole. Tutu. If you go to 2013, one of the artists having to bounce, but still, right now it's a little slower. Right now, that's why we be saying we motivated. We we started this flow. I, that's what I think it just was. They ain't know what it was. Like who he was from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. What is they? You're too fast for him. They too fast you know for him. Cadence. They weren't used to it. But now everybody can pick up, and you know what I'm saying. That's the lingo now. So well, everybody we followed y'all. We all dialed in. You know what I'm saying. Y'all vaccinated? Because y'all got a song called Vaccine. That's all I kept thinking about when I was listening to that it's record. Blue Benjamin Vaccine. Special kind of vaccination. Yeah. Nah, but. The Blue Benjamin Vaccine. I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Are you all vaccinated? Yeah. All right, good. I'm glad. You got vaccinated, Quavo? I'm sitting next to Quavo. Yeah, me and COVID, we. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got it. All right, check this out, though. You got it? Oh, I got the vaccine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got, the, I got, I got the so shot. So offset, you're not vaccinated. Oh, no, neither is Charlemagne. So that's yeah, the unvaccinated side. <laughs> oh, I don't got it. Nah. <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying this is the thing with me, right? Mm -hmm. Let me okay. let me let me explain oh, my. Let me, let me talk. Let me take my glasses off. So look, right? We, you want to take the shot, right? Okay. Cool. Cool. But it's good for 12 months. So. And ain't nobody really stamped that it stopped. So every year you got to take a shot every at year. this point. Mm -hmm. like the That's flu what they're saying, right? Yeah, like the flu shot. My mama ain't never gave me the flu shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, my mama wasn't never going for that in the first place. My mama got a shot. My mama, she got it. But this is what I'm saying. This wrong deal, got the vaccine. We, you take the vaccine, <laughs> but we still got to take COVID tests right now. We're vaccinated and all. Right, because you can still yeah, get COVID. Yeah, the vaccine's not a cure. You don't have the vaccine, so you can give it to him. What's going on with that, though? Why I got to still take the COVID test? Cause well, it's not a kill. Cause because you, you can you give mean? it. You, like, okay, get you sick. I'm explaining. I can still get COVID. No, no, no. Because no, okay. if you get, if you get, yeah, it's yeah. not a kill. No, I'm explaining. Oh, with the vaccination, if you get COVID, yeah, you won't get as sick and you won't get hospitalized. You'll be fine. You can still but get you can COVID still give it to Offset, who's not vaccinated. Oh, and they told you it was a kill. They told me it was over with. No, man. No, man. Tell them again. Yeah. You can give it to them. You then can still get it, thing. but you won't get sick you and you won't be hospitalized. Hospital. Yeah, listen, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. I'm just hesitant because I've never seen them in a rush to remedy any other illness in the black community. Whether it's poverty, police, brutality, f***ed up school. talking about they put magnets on your arm and you no, we watched seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. We've seen it on our eyes. What you mean? A quarter. Man, come on, guys. I ain't going to say to the arm. If you got the magnets, it was a pen. No, no, no. Not to my arm. Anybody can do that, man. To somebody I know. Put a quarter on your arm. He did it on his forehead the other day. Yeah, it's a trick. You can well, do you it. Gotta no, 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 that no. You got a metal it's, plate in your forehead. You got to be yeah. on your second shot. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trick, man. It's after the second shot. You can do it like this. That's a penny. That's your head wet. <laughs> 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 Some quarter off his skin, literally. Like, it was stuck on the From the COVID shot? From the second, yeah, from the second cover shot. And he got, got and like when he seen it, like I seen on his face, he like, like man, he what? Really knew that. Oh, he was he was, was sick. Johnson he was Johnson, sick by Pfizer or Moderna? Which one? Mine. He got. I think he got. What he got? He got Johnson. He, he got. He got Pfizer, the other one. He got the other one. Pfizer. 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 See, what I'm saying. Then it's four different versions. Mm -hmm. Two or two of them, man. I, I ain't trying to do all that. Then one got counseled. Counseled. I'm, I'm not trying to be elaborate, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wait. I'm probably going to I'll wait. That's what I said. When it's, when it's A1 and I ain't got to take so it. So y'all don't got the vaccine. I'm vaccinated. Vaccine. I'm traveling. I don't got it. And think about how many people y'all take pictures with, fans that y'all take pictures with. You don't know where they been. That's a fact. 
That's why I'm, it go back to, to what That's I'm why we're about to do these new hologram things, but. The hologram's back to me. And you got to think about all the times you went raw. It's kind of the same thing. You taking a chance? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Let's get into a Wait, hold on. Before that, I want to ask about the Savage Fenty relationship. Shout out to Riri, you know she hit oh. us up. You're my baby, you know what I mean? Shout out to Riri. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard him say yeah, nothing man. like that. You know what I'm saying? I put that together. You okay. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but now nah, shout out to Riri though, man. You know what I mean? That's fam. Hey, we got something else for y'all. Okay. This for you, Sam. Okay. You know what I mean? Some nice liquor. This for. Uh, it's a Casa Dragones. That's expensive bottle, too. This for you, Take Off. Okay. Okay. And this for you, Quavo. That's the expensive bottle. That's uh, that, that Casa Dragones tequila. Okay. You know what I mean? About four hundred, five hundred dollars a bottle. Okay. You know what I mean? That you know, I told y'all we gonna celebrate y'all, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Man. Gotta yeah. get amigos. They, they, they you flowers. ain't do it like Khaled did it. Yeah, you ain't well, listen, it you know, Khaled, <laughs> I act my wage. Okay. Okay. Having his wage. I act my wage. Congratulations on Culture 3. Yes, sir. It's a celebration today. You see that? No bullets. I know y'all thought we were going to throw a curveball in there. No bullets. We appreciate y'all, brother. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I was ready. You was ready? You was, Quavo? Nah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm a fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Uh, donkey of the Day for Wednesday, June 16th, goes to a hospital worker in Birmingham, England. Named Aisha Basharat. Aisha is 23 years old and she works at Heartland Hospital, which because of her, at least for the moment, should be known as Heartless Hospital. Now, today's Donkey of the Day is a teachable moment. And it's a simple lesson, one we should all know. And that is when you die, life goes on. The world will keep turning. The sun will come out tomorrow. The moon will set at night. Absolutely nothing is going to stop when you cease to no longer exist in the physical form. Yes, you hope that your family and friends mourn you. Hell, you may hope to trend on Twitter for a few hours. But what's guaranteed to happen is the world as we know it will move on. This is why you cannot live life for other people. Uh, you know, living life, living your life for other people, living your life for other folks. Validation is pointless. OK, live your life for you. All right, not to please other people's expectations, because I promise you, when you are in the ground, nobody is going to truly care except the closest people to you. And guess what? They gonna move on with their life as well. And this story is a prime example of that. Okay, see, Aisha Basharat works in the COVID-19 ward at Heartland Hospital, and an 83-year-old woman who was a patient at the hospital died. Well, I don't know what the procedure is when a patient dies and you're a hospital worker. I'd like to know. some uh, all, all our hospital workers out there hit us up. Uh, it's not like you have an emotional connection with the person. It's not like the person is a family or friend. So I don't expect you to be in tears or grieving. But there is a certain respect what one must have for the dead, correct? Even working as a hospital worker, you just can't get numb to death, can you? Well, Aisha Basharat is what some would call a cold piece with a cold heart. See, Aisha, 17 minutes. After this 83-year-old woman was pronounced dead, 17 minutes after she was pronounced dead, she took this dead woman bank card and used it to buy chips, candy, and sodas from a vending machine. Now, I totally get it. 
This 83-year-old woman can't take that money with her. But is there no respect for the dead in England? The author William E. Gladstone once said, Show me the manner in which a nation or a community cares for its dead, and I will measure with math mathematical exactness the tender sympathies of its people, their respect for the laws of the land, and their loyalty to high ideals. Well, ideals here must be low. I'm not going to judge the totality of a 23-year-old you know, a, a woman's character for this one situation, but man, how can you not have some respect and reverence for the dead? How hard is it to treat someone the way you would want to be treated or treat someone the way you would want them to treat your family members how would you feel if your grandma or mother passed and you found out someone used their bank card to buy some chili cheese fritos some oreos and a sprite 17 minutes after they died i mean damn the body's still warm laying there can the next can get contacted has the family been notified before you get to snacking on a dead person's dime also, what makes you think you wouldn't get caught if you pronounce the dead person, you know, dead at a certain time? Wouldn't someone see the bank transactions, all six of them that you made, Aisha, after the time of death? Like, come on, Aisha. Another bad creation didn't make a whole classic record about you for you to be committing crimes like this. That was an old head reference. Kids, Google it. Your parents, aunts and uncles know exactly what I'm talking about, though. And yes, she did commit a crime. She's being charged with theft and has been sentenced to a five-month jail term. It actually says two five-month jail terms. What is that, 10 months? I don't know. The moral of the story is she's going to jail. And these are the consequences of her poor choices and her lack of respect for the dead. Confucius once said, we should keep the dead before our eyes and honor them as still though living. I just don't understand the lack of honor here. I don't understand the lack of respect people show for the dead. It's usually the loss of life which teaches us about the worth of life. And I would hope that my life is worth more than salt and vinegar potato chips, some famous Amos cookies, and a Pepsi. Please let Remy Ma give Aisha Basarat the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb. All right. Well, mm -hmm. thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, up next, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have uh, it's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Alana. Alana, what's your question for Yee? So I'm in a. I just started this relationship, but I'm about to leave to Atlanta to start my own business. Mm -hmm. And I want to know: should I stay or should I just end it? Why do you have to end it? Well, he's not coming with me, and I don't. It's kind of new, so I don't know if I can trust a long-distance relationship. Uh, listen, baby girl, y'all haven't even tried it yet. How are you ending something just in anticipation of what might or might not happen? If you want to give it a try long distance and see what happens, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. But I don't know how you're trying to make these big decisions in a new relationship already. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. But he also has a three-month-old daughter. So Ooh. I don't know with him and a baby mama. So he lives in the same city as his child? Yes. You know, we I... in Detroit. Okay, in Detroit. And first of all, I applaud people who, even though he's not with the mother, he still wants to be there and take care of his child. I think that's an important thing. I would think it was a red flag if he picked up and moved with you to Atlanta with a three-month-old in Detroit. Well, I'm not asking him to just pick up and leave, but at some point... Right. And that's something that you can't predict. 
Like until you get to the point where there's a decision to be made, I don't know why you're making advanced decisions that's not based on anything. I feel like if you move and things don't work out, then you move on. If you move, maybe y'all will still continue to grow close, go and see each other. You'll come back to Detroit. He'll come to Atlanta and see you at times. Y'all go on vacations together. Long-distance relationships can work. Okay. Do you want to break up? That's what it sounds like. No, I really don't want to break up because he's really nice. Yeah. Give it a shot, man. Listen, sometimes you got to take a risk. That's what all relationships are. Even if y'all lived in the same city, it's still a risk. True. And it'll give you plenty of time to work on your new business in Atlanta. So every night y'all will talk. Y'all will FaceTime during the day. You'll get really close in that way. Or you won't. But the worst thing that could happen is y'all break up. But I wouldn't just break up with somebody who I really like and who's nice just because I'm moving. I agree. I was just curious. All right. Well, good luck with your business. What is it? It's called Sip and Taste Trolley. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck it's to you. It's a trolley bus, so it's like a party bus. Okay, party bus. I was trying to figure out what it was. I was trying to let you promote your new business. <laughs> Thank you. It's coming soon. We'll be down there July 1st. All right, girl. Let's get it. Hopefully, he's going to be <laughs> a supportive you. man from a distance, and he'll, and it's not that long of a flight. No, two hours. All right. There you go. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need any advice, call her now, relationship and all. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is me the branch. Hey, good morning. What's your question for you? Well, it's a question. Um, my my granddaughter, um, she may go to Harvard University, and I wanted to see if somebody out there can help us so she could go here and want to just come. Help you how? Um, I got I'm 60 years old, and it's I want to do a fans on page where I wear lingerie or something. Oh, wait, an OnlyFans page? Uh, anything. I'm just trying to find a way to help my granddaughter. To what? Go to what kind of page did you just say? Fans only page. Okay, is that the same as OnlyFans? I guess that's what it Tell is. Tell her she know what it is. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> now you grandma or mom? She's a, she's over sixty. Grandma. Okay, grandma. So you want, she wants us to OnlyFan page because her her granddaughter is going to college and she wants us to subscribe to help raise money. You're going to be wearing lingerie. Yes. In our, in our era, we call that doing something strange for a little bit of change, right, grandma? <laughs> so, grandma, tell us what's on this page. <laughs> just trying to make it up. I don't know. I just need somebody to help me out. I don't know. How old are you? I'm 61 years old. Okay, okay. So what's your OnlyFans page? You already started it? Oh my goodness. No, I haven't yet. I'm just trying to get something together. Well, Charlemagne loves older women. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them younger. Charlamagne is a married man. I don't know why he be trying to prostitute me up. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm a married, married man. Woman. I'm a married woman of 39 years. <laughs> I'm married, too. So I want to I talk about this content. And I want to tell you, there is an OnlyFans marketing book. We actually did a whole lip service episode on this that you can read about how to market yourself on OnlyFans. All right. So that ain't what Grandma want here. <laughs> Is this something that you want to do? I, I just don't want you to do anything that you might no, regret. No, no, that's not really what I want to do. I'm just coming on here trying to see a way to, and somebody can help me out. Help me, me, get, get, put, your, put your cash app out there, baby. I'm going to put something in your cash app. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see you on OnlyFans. You're going to say, I want to see the what? <laughs> get, what's your cash app? What's your cash app? Uh, Sandra Brand 61. What is it? S-A-N-D-R-A? 
Branch 61. Branch? Yes, like a branch on the tree. S A N D R A B R A N C H 61. Yeah. We can't wait till that you turn 69 for that cash app. No, it's not right. <laughs> oh, well, wait a minute. I had to wait a minute. I thought, get my cash app. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Sandy. Sandy. Go get your glasses, Mama. Sandy, you got to get it together. Don't go chasing okay, cash apps. Don't go chasing cash apps and OnlyFans. Stick to the okay, Facebooks that you used to. Yes. Sandra Branch 60. So it's Sandra Brand oh 60. S A N D R A B R A N C H 60. Yeah. All right, everybody send Sandra Brand some money. I'm going to donate to you, Sandra Branch. Okay? You should, you should create your own site, grannysandlingerie.com. I'm sure you could make a lot of money on that. Listen, all these OnlyFans success stories got people hyped up. Yeah, what would you do if you seen your grandmother on OnlyFans? If you it's probably for your college will. fund. Don't you probably it. will in the future. This era, this era of young lady will be grandmas in the future. <laughs> By the way, we got people in our era right now that are grandmas now. Salute to Bernice Burgos. Yeah, but she, I don't know if she has on OnlyFans. Is she on OnlyFans? No, for sure she, I don't think her grandchild is old enough to go on OnlyFans and see her on there. Not now. Right. But I'm sure right that now. a lot of these women will still be on OnlyFans Bro, I would be or whatever the platform is. I see my grandmother busting it open for a goal. Well, she didn't, she didn't you, come up in that era, though. So. You got to at least know what it's called. It's not fans only. It's OnlyFans. <laughs> Look, grandma call it whatever she want to call it. Could you imagine your grandmother on OnlyFans? No, nah, I don't want to. Oh but goodness. our grandmas come from a different era. But what about Dramo's grandmother? His grandma, did, his grandma didn't grow up in that era. Yeah, the leave women my that grandma out of this. <laughs> the women that grew up in this era probably will be on OnlyFans in the future. Envy uh-huh. has an OnlyFans page. I don't know why y'all looking down on yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't post one video on that OnlyFans page. I did okay. that page. To talk I, I didn't ask you all that. I'm just saying you have yeah, an but OnlyFans page. It's not me busting it down on me wearing lingerie. That's not. And so maybe she don't have to do that either. She says she wanted to. She definitely said she wearing lingerie. She said she was wearing lingerie. So Evan, you gonna tell us she wasn't wearing lingerie? No. Okay. Goodness gracious! All right. <laughs> Ask ye 800-585-1051 We got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Rick Ross He's not trying to do all these flossy things He's trying to keep his money in investments And we'll tell you what he had to say about private planes And mowing his own lawn Alright, we'll get into that next It's The Breakfast Club, good morning Listen up It's Justin All the gossip. gossip The Rumor Report gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee It's The Rumor Report The Breakfast Club well, Rick Ross was on Earn Your Leisure, and one thing that he talked about was cutting his own grass. You know, he has a 235-acre estate, and he says he saves money by doing all of that himself. Listen to this. I began hands-on, still hands-on. I still cut my own grass right now. If I got time, oh. I'm going to do it. So you out on the John Deere cut all that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, me and four or five of my homies. That sounds more like it. Yeah, yeah, I got, a, I got a couple of homies. Shout out to Kano and the whole squad. But we get out there. We smoke us one, and we all get on our own tractors and go about our day. But the beautiful thing about it is the time that I get to sit by myself, reflect by myself. And shit, by the time I, I end that for the day, I'm ready to make some business calls, step our game up some kind of way. Yeah, that's crazy. I believe him. That's crazy. I actually saw I think he, he posted a video of him doing uh, the riding lawnmower. That's probably re- very relaxing, though. You ride around. I don't know if he cuts all the acres, but, you know. You cut a portion of it, smoke a blunt. Rick Ross also told Forbes that he does not fly private. He actually prefers to fly commercial, and he does those Delta uh, flights. He doesn't get a big jet. I agree with that. I mean, a lot of artists go broke flying private. Private is expensive. Think about it like this. New York to Atlanta will run you anywhere between seventeen dollars and $21,000. That's one way. Hey, I'll fly first class all day long. I fly private. I do. I'm not going to lie, but it's usually when it's on somebody else's dime. 
I ain't paying for myself. I'll tell you this. Um, yeah, it is expensive. I can see why people would choose um, to, to do it because it's got to be hectic for certain people like Rick Ross. You know what I mean? To just walk through an airport, people running up on them, pitching ideas and all right. types of other but, stuff. But if you think about it, you know, you spend 30000 round trip to go somewhere, you could use that money in other things. You can yes. invest in other I'm things. with you. That's just me. I'm with you. I, I love commercial. I jet blue all day, baby. More proud, more say it customer right here. Delta Diamond, baby. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So, yes, I'm all for that. Listen, I do feel like even buying a, the first class flight, I just be using other ways to upgrade vouchers and all of that. I'm always trying to find ways to save money. You should uh, you should watch Rick Ross on the Earn Your Leisure podcast, too, man. He drops a lot of jewels. Earn Your Leisure is on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, by the way. All right. And Mackenzie Scott has donated $2.7 billion. She's, of course, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, who is the founder of Amazon. And she said she made gifts to enable uh, this organization to continue their work and as a signal of trust and encouragement. She gave that money to 286 organizations. That's it's the nice. third round of announcements that she's made regarding her philanthropy. In 2020, she made two similar surprise announcements. She donated about $6 billion to Covert Relief, Gender Equity, and to HBCUs and other schools as well. God bless her. Listen. 100%. That is amazing. So far, like in the past year, that's almost $9 billion that she's donated. She got I know the first thing that people would think is, donate to me. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I, I'm just saying, I know that's everybody's first thought. Because when you yeah. say that story, that's the first thing people say. <laughs> donate to me. <laughs> yeah, if you see somebody giving out that kind of money, yes, you want some of that to go to your foundation too. All right, now Charles Barkley has taken aim at politically correct people, and he said it's taking the fun out of NBA on and on TNT. Now people are upset about what he's been saying about women in San Antonio. This is the joke that he's been using for years now about larger women from San Antonio. Listen to this. First of all, I've never said they didn't have good-looking women in San Antonio. Yes, you did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I've never said no, they got. Didn't. First of all, you never did. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. Say, they got. They are great-looking women. How, wait, how long did it take her to find those five women there? No, they. They all. No, man. It's. It's a great city. I hope some people have. Don't be backpedaling. Backtrack. Wait. Don't be backtracking. Listen. Listen. I'm telling you the truth. I, you know, I think it's a great city. Mm -hmm. I think they got the best organization NBA, but they do have some big old women there. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Now he also noted that he's overweight as well. And <laughs> that makes it okay then. <laughs> but he's only targeting women. Let's just be clear. He's only targeting women in San Antonio. And when people were asked on the street about this, here's what happened. So Amanda, I don't know if you heard, but Charles Barkley says that there are no beautiful women in San Antonio. Charles Barkley, the guy that doesn't know how to swing a golf club? They have uh, spandex in San Antonio. No, no. And Victoria, definitely a secret. <laughs> oh, man. They can't wear no Victoria's secret down hey, there. Hey, it's a secret. Hey. So what do you think of Charles Barkley's comments? Oh, the man they call the round mound of rebound. That's funny as hell. You call somebody fat and you're like, I too am fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So let's not. Uh... Here's the thing about political correctness. Charles Barkley don't have to stop saying that. Charles Barkley can keep talking like that if he want to, but he got to deal with the consequences of what happens when he talks like that. People going to have backlash. People not going to agree with him. He, you know, might get in trouble, but it is what it is. Oh, you ain't got to listen. He don't. Yeah. He, nobody's stopping him from saying those things. Right, he said some of the bosses at the network are being cowards. With this whole cancel culture thing. <laughs> they probably just want him to, yo, Charles, you got to stop talking about fat people. Majority. He said they won't let him talk about well, San Antonio like, anymore. He won't let they, they won't let him do it. All right. Now, let's talk about Jay-Z. He is suing Jonathan Mannion, who's a photographer. He does a lot of hip-hop photography. And that is because he's been selling photos of Jay-Z and profiting off his likeness without the rapper's permission. Mm -hmm. 
So he hired Jonathan Mannion as a photographer in the 90s, and Mannion snapped hundreds of photographs of him per legal documents that have been obtained by Rolling Stone. One of those photographs, and we know this is the iconic one where Jay-Z's wearing a suit and a hat holding a cigar. That was the cover of Reasonable Doubt. But they said Mannion was compensated uh, for his work, but never given permission to resell any of the images. He wasn't given permission to use his name, likeness, identity, or persona for any purpose. And he has no legal right to do so. According to the suit, Jay-Z has asked him to stop selling photos of him, but Mannion has refused. And the lawsuit claims that Mannion has now demanded Jay-Z pay him tens of millions of dollars to put an end to using his likeness. A lot of photographers do that, though. You know, they take pictures of you, and then when you post it on your Instagram, they... They sue or they ask for money if you post it on your website, stuff like that, because they say they own the rights to it. I'm just shocked that Jonathan would do that to somebody like Jay-Z. I mean, you shouldn't do that. Uh, The problem, I think, is him profiting off of it, right? And selling his likeness and selling prints. They said he's selling prints of the pictures on his website for thousands of dollars. I think that's whack. I I think it's whack that photographers can take pictures of you and sell your pictures. And then when you post pictures of yourself, they sue you for your pictures of yourself. That sounds crazy. Look, look, Jonathan is my guy. Jonathan did both my book covers, but I just, it's weird that he would do that to somebody like Jay-Z because if Jay-Z stops messing with you, a lot of people might stop messing with you. You know what I mean? Future artists, you don't want that stain on your name. Like if he asks you to stop using his pics, just stop using his pics. I just, I just don't know but how the fact that he would demand could, tens of millions of dollars for me to stop selling your likeness. Yeah, I, I just don't know how photographers can take a picture of you and then when you post a picture of yourself, they say they want money for it. That don't or if you want to buy the picture of your yeah. own, you have to pay for your own likeness. Isn't it his? It's his art though. To play devil's advocate, it is his art at the end of the day though, right? But I'm you taking a picture of me, so I should be charging you to take a picture of me, my likeness. Yeah, but it's well, his I don't know about that. behind the lens that. I don't think but I'm it's gonna... me. It's my personal. Uh, 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 the, the piggyback off what Drum said. Also, if you sign a contract mm. and you sign the rights over to that photographer, right. the photographer owns those pictures. No, but a lot of times these photographers, you 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 walking you out and about, and the photographer takes a picture. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Like, like on the red carpet. Yeah, on the red carpet. Right. I just signed rights to that. But That's I, why we got to use like Getty Images here right. at the radio station. We post stuff on the yeah, websites and use, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't even post a picture yourself. Basically, right. is what you're saying. Yourself, which is crazy to me. <laughs> it's tough though because it is their art at the end of the day though too. But it's my likeness. It's me. But should they be able to profit off of like making prints of pictures of you and your likeness? Maybe both you. I would like to hear Jonathan's side of this story. Well, he hasn't commented. Rolling Stone did reach out to both Jonathan Mannion and Jay-Z and they have not yet commented. And that is your rumor report. Yeah, you gotta make that right with Hove, though. I mean, Hove is like the black godfather. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He got so much access to so many artists, so many artists look up to him. If they feel like Hove not messing with you, they may not mess with you. That could mess up your business. You know what I mean? Yeah, All right. well, shout to Revolt. Everybody else, the People's Choice mix is up next. Let's start off with a Tupac mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Migos for joining us. Culture 3 is out right now. I mean, listen, man, you got to celebrate the Migos. That's why, you know, we celebrated them this morning because, you know, they've been the most impactful rap group of the past decade, you know? They, they are the father to a lot of different people's style. Absolutely. So that should be celebrated. And shout to Offset, man. I spoke to Offset behind the scenes, and, and he was excited about uh, my car show. That's going down uh, in Atlanta on July 3rd. And he was like, you know, bro, I, I can't just bring one car. I got to bring six. So I was like, all right. He was like, just call mama, set it up, and I'm bringing six, seven cars to the car show. So shout to Offset. I appreciate you for always supporting me, brother. And I look forward to that car That's the show. point of having all those cars. All you artists that have all those cars, all you athletes that have all those cars, car shows... That's what those cars are for. Absolutely. You can't drive them every. You can't drive them all the time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There are four car shows. And I also want to shout out to the uh, 
the uh, New York teen. He uh, passed away. They said he died for three minutes. And then when he woke, they asked him, you know, what he seen. And he said, God had Tim's on. Bro, that's not real. <laughs> I believe. I, it. I mean, you sent me that, and I, I mean, it's funny, but it's clearly not real. And here I, you go I, I reporting it. it. Here and you he, go reporting it like it's real. Why is it clearly not real? I, I Bro, y'all are ridiculous. I'm y'all, y'all need to open your eyes. Look at that. You can tell that's not a real headline. I like it. I believe it. Oh God. You don't think God got Tim's on? What's the What's the New York teen's name that died? I don't want to put his name out there like oh that. Oh, my he God. Was he was underage. But you don't think God wears him? Man, shut up, man. What about Air Force According Wars? to this story you sent us, it also said that he was fresh as F. <laughs> I mean, if you God, you're not going to be fresh as F. You don't think God is fresh as F? First of all, y'all, y'all should feel stupid, right? Because I, I Googled the story. Story from 2016. What? No, you I know, know it's a fake story, you, but you know, I see it You today. know where it's... You, didn't, you just said... You just, you just questioned me on whether or not it was joking. fake. I know it's a fake story. Can't oh. you read it in all these other stupid blog okay. sites? Just but making I thought it was sure. funny. <laughs> all right, just making sure you know. Goodness gracious. But you don't think God wears Tim's? Man, shut up. This same quote in this article <laughs> says, Ray Charles tried to lead me into the light, but we got lost. Thank God. <sighs> All right. When we come back, positive note. We're talking about God wears Tim's. It's the oh, Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. And also, you know what? Shout out to Swiss Beats. Of course, tonight is the all-women's uh, verses, right? That's right. Tonight is Eve versus Trina. Now, I know on paper it doesn't look like a great matchup, but I grew up in South Carolina. I know some women who love Trina, who worship Trina, who listen to... All Trina's music, and you may not know all them records, but trust me, in certain regions of America, like the South, it's women that you know love love Trina. Absolutely, Eve just had bigger records commercially, you know, globally. Yeah. So shout to Versus, shout to Swiss Beats, shout to Timberland. Tune in tonight on Trilla or Instagram. All right. Now you got a positive note. We do. Uh, I want to tell everybody out there, man. Um, next month, July is Black Black Mental Health Month. Um, but you know, I'm on mental health time all the time, but heal, okay? Heal so you don't push away the very people the universe sent to help you. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?